Hey there, it's Mike Smith with Home Pro Go here. Welcome to episode two of the Swing Your Hammer podcast. Excited to be here with you today. Got some good information. Today we're going to cover three basic topics here. I got uh, five star reviews we're going to go into. We're going to go through skills assessments on new hires. And we're also going to talk about sales slump solutions. So we'll first start with five star reviews. I'll tell you about a situation I had recently where I had a freelancer do some uh, do some work with me on uh, some website development and went through and it went okay. It was it was uh, not everything that I hoped for, but at the end of it all, I got a uh, what hey, what I needed to have happen happened. Uh, wasn't within time frame. There were definitely some lapses of communication. And after I went through and paid the guy and did everything I was supposed to do, I got a request for feedback. And so I went through and answered all the questions and and gave what I felt was really honest feedback about the experience that I had had. wasn't nasty. I was very honest and, and transparent about what the, the dealings were like. But at the end of it all, my review ended up being a 4.5 star out of five stars. I ended up giving an email from this guy, just all worked up about the fact that I gave him a, a 4.5 star out of five and how ticked off he was because now his clients were going to see that and it was going to affect his business. And I was just like, what's the purpose of a five-star rating? I mean, do you want me to lie to you and, and tell you it was a five-star when I really don't feel it was a five-star? I mean, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to supposed to do with that. And he wanted me to change it. And I said, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to change it. And he and I were speaking about uh, some other projects I had working with him as well and uh, ended up talking about this again. And he said, oh, well, I was able just to just to get rid of that. I said, what are you talking about? And he said, well, I have a, a membership that's such that, that I can basically, I have last right of refusal when it comes to uh, these reviews. And so if by chance I don't agree with the review that you give me, I can uh, request for you to, to make it make it the way that I like it. If you don't respond and give me the answer I want, I can just have it deleted altogether. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, that's just part of the part of the program there. And so the, for me, that made me question every every rating that I've ever given in the past, and makes me question every time I see a five star because I'm like, who knows if it's a if it's a legitimate five star or if it's just being manipulated by somebody who's being a spoiled little brat and thinks that he deserves a five star when he didn't give the five star work, you know? And I think that's a, that's a challenge there to be in that situation where uh, people have to start kind of questioning your integrity and questioning five-star ratings as opposed to before five-star rating was like the, the golden standard of, uh, you know, of ratings, you know. But uh, knowing that that practice is going on right now and that people can manipulate the situation like that, I thought was uh, very alarming to me and uh, definitely makes me question all the five-star ratings that I see and makes me want to question giving any feedback going forward, if I'm going to be honest. So uh, something for you to keep in mind in your business and maybe even in your life. Uh, you got to definitely look behind the five-star rankings. I know that there are times where, let's say, a customer on a construction project gives you a, a three-star rating, but after you talk with the customer, figure out what their concerns are, you're able to get the parts that they wanted, finish the service, clean up whatever they needed to get cleaned up, whatever it is. And then you come together and, and then they go back in and give you a five-star rating. I'm fine with that. But just the straight-up um, manipulation of the the rating there or making it disappear because you don't agree with it, I think is just bad business. So just food for thought there. Uh, <clears throat> next thing I wanted to cover with you this, this week is going to be the um, need for skills assessment in your business with new hires. A couple years ago, I had a situation that I, I kind of went um, – 
got a bit out of control here, and I had hired a guy. I needed to hire some people that uh, had experience that kind of get off the ground running pretty quickly. I hired a guy. He had a, a resume that was um, filled with sales jobs, so I knew that he'd be somebody that could at least handle some objections and was able to hopefully present and do all the things he needed to do there and close some jobs, and so that's what we were looking for. So get him hired, do the background check, all the things, that goes fine. But as he gets out of the field, I start getting phone calls from customers, and they're saying, we're still waiting for, for quotes. And it got to the point where it was not just one or two people. I mean, it was like every every appointment I was getting calls saying that, you know, they don't have have numbers from this guy. And so I decided to do some ride-along, so I spent the day with the guy. And after a day, I was like, okay, I know exactly what's going on right now. So basically what it is that this guy is so um out of the loop on technology that he literally couldn't do the job so he's in a situation where he doesn't know how to use an iphone there's a company uh company assigned iphone there's a company assigned ipad and uh, doesn't know how to use either device uh even though he went through and taught them gave them uh, screenshots gave them um you know tips on how to do all these sorts of things he had no no clue so somehow he's been hiding under a rock and that doesn't understand all this technology doesn't know how to email, doesn't know how to send an email with an attachment, and then we figured out the guy doesn't even know how to type. And so what ended up happening because of that is because is he would go into these customers' homes, uh, go through, do all the things he was supposed to do, but at the end of it all, I'll, I'll get back to you with a quote where other reps are able to go in, make their diagnosis, connect with the customer, uh, make recommendations, and give it down to the penny price before they leave and try to capture their project right then and there. So what ended up happening is that it got so bad with this guy that we needed to literally give him two days off a week just so he could do his paperwork and uh, get his proposals out to customers, which, of course, is a bad business because then, of course, the rest of the team gets pulled down with him, uh, trying to help him get his uh, get his job done and do his work, and it just was a bad, bad deal. So ever since I, I had that situation with this guy, uh, I made it a, a point to do a skills assessment with every single new hire that I have, unless it's somebody that I've worked with that I know they're dialed in. Uh, I want to do things, something as basic as making sure that they can do data entry, that they can type, that they can use a CRM, uh, that they know how to use uh, an iPhone with basic functionality, that they know how to um, to send emails and and then, you know, type a couple of paragraphs, you know, but um, it was a huge lesson for me to be able to learn that, okay, just because they can sell stuff doesn't mean that they can actually do the job. And so uh, there actually is a, a nice article out this month I saw in Forbes. I'll get the link out to you guys on the uh, success vlog. And then I think you can even, even attach that inside the, um, the podcast as well so you guys can have that too. But uh, really valuable, I think, to be able to get in front of your people with a skills assessment before they start as a condition to hire. And I definitely think that you guys want to do that. So definitely look into that. Uh, next thing I wanted to cover with you is our sales slump solutions. If you're running a sales team, you know how difficult it can be to keep everybody up and running hot for uh, for the entire time that they're with you. Uh, you're going to have times where you have sales slumps, and uh, the people that get out of them and move forward and, and break out of the funk the fastest are the ones that can be real about the fact that, okay, it's not all coming together for me the way that I want it to now, but um, I need to get back to the basics and kind of dive in and go from there. So uh, that really is what I wanted to uh, kind of give you a little bit of uh, that. I came up with a... Um, uh, free report on some sales slump solutions. I want to give you a few of those. If you want to get this free report for yourself, just go and send me a quick email, mike.smith 
at homeprogoinc.com, and I'll be happy to uh, send over the Sales Slump Solutions report for you. Just to give you a few of the things that I uh, discuss in there, uh, one of the things that um, that I found out is that you got, in some cases, your sales reps are destroying their sale before they barely get in the front door. And I'll give you an example of a guy that uh, when I was working with him, he was the guy on the team that ran the most appointments but had the worst closing uh, percentages. And so I decided to do a day of ride-alongs with him, and after our first call, I was like, oh, yeah, this is exactly what's going on with this guy. <clears throat> but essentially, we get to the door. you got customers that are open the door, very happy and anxious to have us there, have us come on inside. Within the first 30 seconds, this guy talks to the customers. He's like, hey, folks, just so you know, I actually have had some prostate issues. And based on that, I need to know exactly where the bathroom is because sometimes I've got to go very urgently. So where's the bathroom at? And so the customers are looking at me like, uh, wow, that's uh, that's a lot to a lot to take in right there. And so it just changed the whole tone of the meeting. And of course, we didn't sell anything. Um, then the guy went and was using his iPad, and he was swinging the iPad around so much that nobody could even keep up what was on the screen. And so there's little things that you can do that can totally um, change your your way of, your, your your chances of getting. Uh, getting a, a sale or not getting a sale on the same day and certainly bringing up health concerns and things like that in, in within the first 30 seconds is not a not a good way to do it. Not that you can't have health concerns, not that you can't use the restroom at your customer's home if you need to, but uh, just the way that that was presented, it was just very strange and very uh, probably as uncomfortable as you may be feeling for me to say that story is how uncomfortable I felt and how uncomfortable the clients felt when we were inside the home there. So definitely got to be careful how you're talking to the customers and the things that you are saying on keep it upbeat keep it positive keep it conversational <clears throat> and also no politics uh, uh no religion things like that but um another topic that i go into in the um uh, sales uh, sales slump solutions uh lack of trust from uh, not listening i remember working with a uh a rep that was doing a roof proposal for a customer did a great job all the right things, but the guy just kept pushing to try to get the customer on this particular kind of roof and just really wanted to try to close the deal today. And he wasn't listening to the customers. He just wanted to kind of railroad the customer and, and just get his points across and not listen to the customer. The customer had a couple of basic concerns and it had to do with what's going to happen when the when the crew shows up and starts swinging hammers, right? If you can make your customers feel comfortable as to what's going to happen when they show up and start swinging hammers, you got a real good chance of, of earning the business while you're there. This guy just couldn't get it through his head. Customer's basic concern was, is we've got this beautiful garden that we spend hours and hours in every year uh, through the summer, and we want to make sure that these guys don't come in here and start tearing up our yard with the truck, and, and where's everything going to go when it comes time to uh, do the tear-off of the roof? Very simple solutions, but this guy was so caught up in his own story, he didn't stop and listen and tell the customer, oh, yeah, we can handle that and make them feel better and reassured that we got their best interest in hand. And so we didn't earn the business that day. I ended up doing a follow-up later on in that week. Come to find out the customers bought from a customer for a higher price uh, because they just felt like they weren't being heard by this guy. And um, this other company made it a point to show them exactly how the install was going to go down, where they were going to park the truck, how they were going to protect, protect the shrubs, do all the things that needed to happen there. So definitely want to make sure that um, you're building trust with your customers and you're actively listening as well uh, can go a long way 
And then also, uh, you got to make sure not to data dump with your customers. Um, give you an example. I was on a window appointment with a customer or with a with a rep years ago, and we go in and uh, had a great meeting with the customers. It's going well, and it comes time to uh, get to the point of of doing a uh, making recommendations and doing a product demo. And this rep's like, hey, hold on for a second, folks. I got to go out to my vehicle. So he goes out, ends up making two different trips. And before I can even realize what's going on, he's got three windows piled up at the front door. And I'm like, what is going on right now? So as opposed to him recommending a window he thought was best for the home, he wants to show the customer every window that he has for sale and go through that. And so the customer ends up looking at me and saying, is this all is this all necessary? And I said, no. You know, at this point, I've got to just basically listen and watch what he's going to do here. And I just kind of let him know, oh, well, you know, John really knows what he's doing. Uh, he's going to give you... A, give you a great product demo let's go and check it out and see what he does but at the end of it all he goes through and shows the customer three different windows and they're just like i don't know i mean that now 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 you put me in a position where where i gotta think about it now i've got to go do a bunch of a bunch of research because now you gave me so many little facts and figures and and things to think about that um it's not easy you know and that's one of the things you want to do with your customers make it very easy to do business with you and after you do a proper um, inspection you want to be the consultant that makes a proper recommendation for what they're looking for, and you don't want to end the customer end up the appointment by the customer being confused, because confused customers are customers that don't buy and who need to think about it. So uh, that's what I got for you on Sales Slump Solutions. If you want to get that Sales Slump Solutions report, quick email mike.smith at homeprogoinc.com, and the subject just put Sales Slump Solutions report. And let me know that you'd like a copy of that, and I will happily send that out to you right away. But that's what I got for you this week on the Swing Your Hammer podcast, episode number two. Uh, I'm Mike Smith with Home Pro Go. If you want to speak to me further about anything I might be able to do to help you and your company, 855-210-3735. Or you can email me directly at mike.smith at Home Pro Go, Inc. Thanks very much. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.